right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, KP. Good morning, Double B. Here we are. Today is Monday. It's February 28th of 2022. Today is National Floral Design Day, which if you saw my underwear, you'd be very happy. Oh, well, also flowers do make people happy. Yes. Yeah. My flowery underwear is on point today. Right. It's also National Sleeping in Public Day. Ooh, have you can you do that? I've done that once in my life. Yeah, I don't I can't do that. Well, I do that on airplanes. Mm. I did that one time in the airport in Las Vegas, but we won't talk about that. Oh. <laughs> that might have been unintentional. <laughs> it's also National Tooth Fairy Day as well. So Aww. All things you can celebrate. Uh, Coming up on the show this morning, traveling the hills of Arkansas. Uh, That was fun and dangerous for me at the same time. Uh, When the buzzer goes off for the final time, a true story from Kelly and her son, Kurt, who played his final game this weekend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was going to say ever, but I hate to say it like that because the finality of all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Plus, there's a student who filed a lawsuit because of misophonia. The one thing I have, the ailment I have, it's a condition. We talk about that. Plus, is 1883 really over? We'll get into all of that as we go throughout the show this morning. Thanks for starting your day with Brandon Baxter. In the morning, this is Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so we had the chance to travel the hills of Arkansas over the weekend because uh, Kelly's son, Kurt, played basketball in Highland. Which means that for us to get to Highland, we're going to have to go through like the hills of Hardy mm-hmm. and Cherokee Village and and all that stuff. Uh, I don't really drive that ra- that way all that often. Me either. So the first time, the first part of the trip, I'm like, dude, I'm killing it. Mm-hmm. Like I felt good, right? I felt like I could be a race car driver doing all the curves and the hills and the right cuts and all that kind uh-huh. of stuff. Here's the difference. When you're on the way back and it's dark outside, <laughs> totally different. Yeah, because around here and around those hills, there's deer everywhere. So one one thing, you're scared to death that something's going to jump yes. out because it's so dark. Uh, and then a lot of it is just two lane. And so if you get behind oh. anything, uh, you're you're stuck. So I had these visions, like right, uh, we're driving and it's two lane, and I see the the tractor trailer, the eighteen wheeler off in the distance, and I realize it's coming pretty close, and we're both going like sixty five, mm. and there's just two little yellow lines in between us. Like, how dumb is that? Yeah, it's like a game of chicken. Literally, how dumb is that? Mm-hmm. You know what's going to separate these two vehicles? Two yellow painted lines painted on the ground. Painted lines, yes. Because that sounds safe. Uh, yeah, I know. So I'm going to petition uh, Governor Hutchinson about that. we got to work on that. <laughs> Take a bridge from the first oh. of the hilly part all the way past the hilly part. It's just one bridge, so there's yeah. no hills. It's got to be something. There's uh-huh. got to be a divider or something like that because I was freaking out. Think about the people that drive that every day. No, so Leslie, my wife's grand, uh, grandparents used to do that. They, they lived in Cherokee, and they would drive uh, you know, wherever they were going. So she was like, they were so used to these roads and the turns. Yeah. She's like, I bet Papa could have done that in his sleep. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't want to try that. So here's what I'm thinking. There's one point where there was a spot where I noticed the embankment was pretty was pretty steep. And I thought, you know what? That could be dangerous in ice because we've just had the icy weather. Yes. So then fast forward to this morning where I see this video from Massachusetts where a dude's driving an 18-wheeler over a bridge. For whatever reason, I guess it hit a patch of ice or something, and it flies off the bridge, uh-uh. falls 50 feet into the river below. The guy tries to get out of the truck. The truck's beginning to sink into the river. Oh. He's having to yell to people that he can't swim. 
Yeah, and he's on the top of the truck, positioned on top, where the rescue crews were able to get to him and save him. Uh, yeah, but that video's out there. Let me see if I can find it so I can and just kind of show you. Well, like forget about uh, not being like. Can you imagine not being able to swim? Like you're you're about to go in the water. What if you can swim? I'd still be scared to death, and I can swim. No, so here he is on top of the truck. Oh, just holding my on. Goodness. And again, this wasn't like it was uh, the Mississippi. It's not as wide as the Mississippi River, but still, uh, still. You oh just, my! You plunged goodness. fifty feet off into a river, and you can't swim. And you live to tell about it. And oh, look at the pictures. It's oh, a, my goodness. Yeah, If you want to go to Google and look it up for yourself, it's the Charles River in Weston, Massachusetts. And again, it's a truck driver who fell off the bridge 50 feet into the river. That right there, if I'd have seen that before I made that trip, I'd have <laughs> really been freaking out. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so if you're a fan of the drink Mountain Dew, mm. there is uh, some good news. And every once in a while, I get in that mood. Oh, my gosh, you have one right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, and for Kai, that's his favorite. Dad, can I have a Mountain Dew? That's like his big treat. Mm-hmm. So, for adults, Mountain Dews are great. But imagine a Mountain Dew that is uh, that is infused with alcohol. Oh. Because that's what's about to happen. And you can actually buy this uh, coming soon in Florida, Tennessee, and Iowa. And then they're hoping to launch this around the rest of the country later on. Hmm. But you know how those seltzers have become like a big deal? I do. So it's like a, it's a big deal to have something that has alcohol in it that doesn't taste like alcohol. Right. And doesn't have all the calories. That's the other part of it. I'm not sure exactly where we stand on the calories of the Mountain Dew, what they're calling hard Mountain Dew. But there's going to be four different flavors of hard mm-hmm. Mountain Dew. One is the original Mountain Dew. Which, now that I look at that can, that might be what Kelly's drinking this morning. Oh, come on. There's also the Baja Blast, the Black Cherry, and the Watermelon Hard Mountain Dew. Uh, You can get these in 24-ounce cans or a 12-pack of 12-ounce cans. And again, they're going to launch only in Florida, Tennessee, and Iowa to start. And they'll add more states as time goes on. I know you have one question. Does it have that answer on there? The cost? Yes. No, the cost isn't on there. Okay, because I know before you get it, you're going to uh, research that. Yes, that's one of the most important things Mm -hmm. I can figure out because every time my wife sends me to the store for a thing of seltzers Mm -hmm. and 12 seltzers ends up being about $19, I feel like I'm getting ripped off. Well, is your wife happy? Oh, she's happy. Well, then you're not getting ripped off. Something happened to the last 12-pack I bought her, though. I don't know what happened. Hmm. Actually, I do know what happened. Mm-hmm. Kelly All came right, over and drank a Let's go to a break. <laughs> because Leslie was looking for some the other day. No. Yes, she I was. had two no, of the 12 no, pack. No. She's drinking when not letting you know. No, you can't accuse someone well, of that. Number one, she's asleep. Number two, <laughs> yes, I can't. only had two out of that whole 12 pack. No, and that is no. 100 million percent. Two, one night. It. No, because here's her deal her, tw- her 12 pack can stretch six or eight a weeks. A year. So you coming over having two at a time. You drank the whole thing. Yeah, in six months. She drank the whole thing. She has a problem. Uh-huh. But anyway, Hard Mountain Dew. It's available in Tennessee if you guys want to drive on over. Or maybe you would like to make a road trip to Florida. Or those of you wanting to travel to Iowa, you can check out the brand new Hard Mountain Dew. It's available now. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2011 and Luke Bryan had the number one song in country music on this day. Baby, is someone else calling you? Baby, it's driving me crazy. 
is Luke Bryan and someone else calling you baby. It was number one on this day in 2011. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Monday morning. It's February 28th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Okay, we have Country Music News today on Tim McGraw. Every time I turn that key, I see her shotgun down a two-lane road. So Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are hyper-topical because of 1883. And if you watched the latest episode over the weekend, you might be going, wait a minute. Yep. What in the heck just happened? Because a lot happened. It was really good. And yes, a lot happened. And it felt in many ways like there was a lot of finality in that episode. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were saying, wait a minute, surely there's going to be a season two because 1883 season one was so popular. But the producer of the show says there is not a season two. Mm-hmm. That this whole show, 1883, was designed to be one and done. Now, we might get some bonus footage going forward. But they're already moving on to the next uh, part of the the prequel, which is 1932, a prequel to Yellowstone. So again, if you're waiting for 1883 season two, it looks like that's not happening. We have country music news today on John Party. It ain't always a cowboy ain't got a lot of hang So John Party announced he will be touring started, starting the summer and will go all the way through the fall. It's John Party and the 2022 Ain't Always the Cowboy Tour, and it starts July in Texas, and it's going to go all over the country. Now, as far as we go, some of the dates that we can get excited about, July 14th, Irving, Texas, August 19th, Lampy, Missouri, September 29th, South Haven at the Lander Center, October 1st in Nashville. So places, those are times that we can go. Yep. Uh, if you haven't heard his latest single, Last Night Lonely, here's John Party. It could be your last So if you're a party animal and you're ready for a road trip, it's John Party and the Ain't Always the Cowboy Tour. Tickets go on sale March 4th at 10 a.m. All right, country music news on Ernest, the singer-songwriter Ernest. If you saw Morgan Wallen in concert in either North Little Rock or in South Haven, you saw Ernest. He was the opening act of that tour. Ernest has written songs for Morgan and a bunch of other country stars. And Ernest has announced he's putting out his album, Flower Shops, the album, on March the 11th, it's going to feature the new single, Flower Shops, which features Morgan Wallen. It's going to have both the radio version and the acoustic version and a bunch of other music on there as well. If you haven't heard Flower Shops, Ernest and Morgan Wallen, here's a sneak peek. Mr. Take Your Roses If you cut off the thorns You can't take no more I'll buy violets and Ernest with Morgan Wallen, Flower Shops, and Flower Shops, the album officially drops on March the 11th. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. 
Did you know Steve Jobs has received more than 140 patents since his death? What? They were all pending when he died and have since been approved. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Did you know the inventor of cruise control was blind? Really? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that either. And did you know the game Shoots and Ladders, or for some they call it Snakes and Ladders, originated in ancient India as a way to teach morals and karma to kids? The ladders signify good deeds, while the snakes represent the bad things we do. Didn't know that, and I played that as a kid. I know. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a couple of really cool Arkansas stories kind of making some uh, headlines this morning, including a 10-year-old boy who is from Texas, right? But he was just now made an honorary police officer in Arkansas, in Texarkana. So the story is, is this 10-year-old boy's been battling uh, terminal brain and spinal cancer mm. since 2018. But his deal was he wanted to become an honorary police officer at all these different law enforcement agencies around Texas and Arkansas. And that's exactly what happened. This past Thursday, there was a special ceremony held. uh, And basically, the Bowie County Sheriff's Office and Texarkana on both sides of uh, the border, Arkansas and and, uh, Texas, they made this young boy an honorary police officer. Mm. So his family, his father says that the family's traveled over 9,000 miles on the journey for him to be an honorary officer, and it continues, and they'll continue to do that as long as he's able to fight, which I thought was a really sweet Mm -hmm. story. There's also another sweet Arkansas story today on a World War II veteran who lives in Paragould who was surprised with his 100th birthday celebration. Happy belated birthday to Troy Rimmer. Happy birthday, Troy. Who again lives in Paragould. His family showed up at his house and did this big surprise. Uh, They say he's kind, he's generous, and they wanted to be there to celebrate him on his 100th birthday. He received presents, he got a cake, and he was even able to blow out his candles all by himself. So, good stories this morning in Arkansas. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So barbecue sauce can make or break the barbecue experience, right? And apparently it was important enough for this man to stake his freedom on it. Get this. A 36-year-old man in Houston named Andre went to a Dickie's Barbecue Pit location uh, for takeout. Well, he left, but he realized they didn't give him any extra barbecue sauce like he asked. So he called to complain. The workers tried to resolve the issue, but Andre wasn't happy, so he went back. He threatened the employees, and he said he was going to, quote, shoot up the place. Well, Andre went back to his car, waited around until the place closed, and the employees were leaving. He followed them and fired shots into their car. One worker was hit, and the shot actually broke their arm. Fortunately, they are okay, and no one else was hit. Andre was arrested and is facing two charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and burglary of habitation. He was a felon who was out on bond, so he'll be held in jail until his next hearing. Wow. Speaking of not getting enough barbecue sauce with your order, did you know that Fred Durst opened a barbecue restaurant? You know what he called it? Ooh, I had no idea. What does he call it? Limp brisket. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. No Limp Biscuit jokes. Yeah. Limp Biscuit jokes are off limits. And it, there's even more proof that people are crazy.
Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, shout out to the hills of Arkansas. Shout out to the hills. Shout out to the hills. We have the chance to travel the hills to go to Highland, Arkansas over the weekend. Uh, Kelly's son, Kurt, played in a basketball tournament. It was the regionals Mm -hmm. in Highland at Highland High School. And I got to give a shout out to Highland. That gym is awesome. It is very nice. I love the sight lines of the gym, Mm -hmm. like where we were sitting compared to like where the court was. Mm -hmm. Like our view was awesome. And for whatever reason, like that type of seating where you feel like you're kind of stacked on top makes you feel more into the game. Yeah, definitely. Like you're closer to the action. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the end of it, boom, the buzzer goes off. And I look over at Kelly. Mm -hmm. Me and my wife look over there and she's teary eyed. We look down at the court, and there's a bunch of teary-eyed basketball players as well because for some of them, they played their final game. Yeah, you hear that buzzer, and uh, all of a sudden it clicks, and uh, you know, Kurt did get to play a little bit at the very end of the game, so he was on the court when the buzzer went off. And that buzzer goes off, and immediately you're flooded with, or I was flooded with, man, this was the last game I'm ever going to have to drive to for him, you know, because you get you get in those moments. And as a parent, you know, we work, we do all these things and we we make uh, sacrifices to get to these games. We want to be at these yeah. games and sometimes they're a long way away. Um, but there's no more games to drive drive to um, his practice uniform that has to be washed every day uh, no longer has to be washed. Uh, there is no longer Sunday practices. Uh, there's no longer Christmas practices, Thanksgiving practices where, you know, as a family, a lot of times those families can't go out of town because the kids have practice or they have a tournament. And so all of that, it comes flooding into one thing. So you have the sadness of yourself. Okay, I'm a mom. He's my only child. Wow, what a ride. It's over. But then another aspect that I deal with is I was an athlete too. And so I played basketball. Basketball was a passion of mine. And so I have the um, that it's over. But also all of these flood of emotions come back to me of being on the court when we got beat in 1995 against Harrison. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I've done this my whole life. This is all I can remember. What in the world is going to happen now? How in the world can I ever, you know, go into the locker room again when I know that I'm not going to suit up again? Or, you know, he's not going to put number 20 for Brooklyn on again ever, you know? And so, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, you want to be, you want to be strong, you know, because... We know that a great part of his life is coming. We know as an as an adult, man, that was a great time. We, you know, a lot of us had great high school sports experiences. Um, but but there's more out there. So to to be able to to tell your high school kid, hey, I know this is your passion, and I know this is all you know, and you feel like your life is over, but it's okay. It's not. It's yeah. just starting. Um, and so I've had to tell myself that, too, because I feel like I'm going through my senior year all over again. Yeah. You know, because he's experiencing it and I'm seeing it in his face and on it, you know, just his body language and, and how sad he was for it to be over. Well, it's <clears throat> I think the thing you have to remember is it's not the beginning of the end. It's the end of the beginning. This is the beginning phase of his life. And he goes on to the next phase, which. Who knows what that's going to be? Like when I graduated high school, I didn't know exactly what I was going to do. And it ended up being television wrestling continued and then radio because the doors just kind of open up. So even when it looks like things are are ending and when doors are closing, you never know what's going to be through that next door. You just got to keep on going forward. Yeah. So all of those parents, you're still in. Let's say your team moved on. You're you're headed to the state tournament. You're still in regionals. Congratulations to y'all. Um, I know it gets harder. The losses get harder because you get so much closer to tasting that that championship game. So every every uh, loss gets harder from now. Uh, now at this point on.
Yeah. So. so shout out to everybody who yeah. goes so hard for their kids because there's a lot of you who do that, who make those sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And to the teams who didn't make it, who weren't victorious this weekend, uh, you know. Just, yeah, it's just tough. remember, just one team is the one that experiences that. One team out of the whole state, you know, yeah. out of your conference. That's It's just, just them that experiences it. So it's... Uh, you're going to be okay. It's going to be all right. And you did great to make it to the regionals. All of you teams yeah, who made it definitely. and didn't make it out of the first round. The other side of that is you could lose your entire life like I have. Oh. <laughs> so y'all are better than me. What? Man. That's a true story, man. It's brutal to be me. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. Monday, February the 28th of 2022. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to my mother. Elizabeth June, who celebrates her birthday today. Happy birthday. Well, she technically would celebrate tomorrow, but there is no February 29th this year. Oh, gotcha. So happy birthday to my mama, who celebrates today. Also celebrating today, Seth Southern of Jonesboro, Men in Black. Happy birthday. He celebrates. We'll see him this coming weekend. Crazy dance moves. Yeah, and we're hosting the prom fashion show. Yeah. And he'll be a part of that. So happy birthday to Seth Southern, who celebrates today. Also celebrating Shane Smith of Jonesboro. Happy birthday from uh, your buddy Reese. Robbie King celebrates his birthday today. Carson Kleinbeck of Stuttgart. Cliff Rose is celebrating. Elijah Hardwick of Paragool turns five. Happy birthday in love from Mommy and Daddy. Matt Henry of Mark Tree celebrates Jamie Younger Martin celebrating a birthday today. Suzanne Ragsdale of Wynn is celebrating Drew Porter of Jonesboro, Dwayne Atkinson of Paragould, Jason Gardner of Jonesboro, Luke Mitchell of DeWitt celebrates, and Carrie Simpson of Stuttgart celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Carolina Kirkova is 38, Victoria's Secret model from Czechoslovakia. That's it. I want you to say it. Czechoslovakia. Of course you can say it. Of course I know about her. She's a a Victoria's Secret angel. Okay, yes, she is. Happy birthday to Allie Larder, who is 46. She was in the film Varsity Blues. Oh my gosh, I remember that one time we were at that one event where you came in in Uh her outfit from Varsity Blues. Right, I think that you are not telling the truth. No, I remember that. So happy birthday to Allie Larder. Was it the time out? Okay. Happy birthday to Pat Monahan, who is 53. You may know him from Train. Me, Virginia. That's a good one. One of Kai's favorite songs by Train. Or what about the Drops of Jupiter? Pat 
a train. Celebrates his birthday today. Happy birthday to Cindy Wilson from the B-52s. Oh, my gosh. So you know the B-52s from this. I got me a Chrysler and it's about 20, so hurry up and bring your jukebox money. Cindy Wilson of the B-52s, 65 today. And a big happy birthday to Jason Aldean, who is 45. Happy birthday, Jason. That's the trouble with a heartbreak. It's gonna hang around. Leave you midnight, breaking down. You mind if I go through a few of these real quick? Like this one? Baby, you can find me in the back of a jacked up tailgate. How about a tribute to an Arkansan? Little Johnny Cash by Jason Aldean. What about this one? Oh man, we were living underrated. Didn't waste one minute. Jason Aldean celebrates his birthday today. Oh baby, sometimes I wonder why. Man, how about the big green tractor? You realize how many good ones there are? Happy birthday to Jason Aldean. It's a crazy town full of neon dreams. Everybody plays, everybody Jason Aldean is 45 today. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Jason Aldean, hmm. who turns 45 today. Hey, you want to know how good of friends we are? How good? I have a picture I'm about to post with me and him. Uh-oh. We've been hanging out together. Okay. That's what I do, y'all. Uh-huh. It is what I do. Lie. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I will travel across the land, searching <laughs> what? far and wide. I'm making kids really happy. You So Pokemon, there's a a big story out today, just a heads up. If you've ever thought, man, I can't believe my kids are collecting Pokemon. I can't believe my friends are collecting Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon card just sold for 900,000 bucks. So take that. (laughs) Yeah, take that. It's worth double the previous amount for a single Pokemon card. Now this card, there were only 40 of these created ever. And they found uh, 24 of these so far. It scored a near mint score of a seven which means it's in really good condition. And this card just now sold for 900000 bucks. It's a hard-to-find Pikachu Illustrator card, and it smashed the record. I have this vision of moms and dads like running all over the house going, go get your Pokemon cards now! Who would have thought? <laughs> Again, this, this, uh, this card came out in 97, uh, somewhere between 97 and 98. There were 40 total. And again, it just sold for $900,000. Positive minds lead to positive lives. It's time for your morning motivation on Brandon Baxter in the morning. We're joined this morning by Mr. Motivation himself, Eric Birch from Birch & Co. Real Estate. Eric, what's up, man? 28 degrees. How you feeling this morning? Oh, it's a beautiful day outside to me. I mean, it looks like warm and 70 as far as I'm concerned. Now, as we go throughout the week, it's going to be really pretty. Like today's high is 58, tomorrow 66, 68 on yeah. Wednesday. So we're kind of trending in the right direction. Oh, yeah. It's going to be one of the most beautiful weeks of the year. So, uh, you know, spring is in the air. The snow 
I don't see any signs of it out right now, so that's a, a wonderful thing. That, that's hopefully behind us for the season, for the year, and we can move on into a uh, little greener, greener pastures. So 28 is the current temp as you're getting up, and as we think about that current temp, one of the things that Eric has told me he's going to do every day in his brand new house is to jump into his swimming pool. Now, the first time we talked about this a month or so ago, I told him there was no way he was going to do it, and he <laughs> sent us a video within 30 minutes of him jumping into his freezing cold pool. I would assume that after a week of ice on the ground and freezing rain and all that stuff, I would assume the pool stuff didn't go on last week. Am I right? The pool has been very, very chilly, so is it a shock? Absolutely. I think I was – I did cold showers most of the days last week, but two days I did go out and, and plunge. So, wow. And this is like a daily polar bear plunge. So imagine you're going to do the polar plunge once a year and you freak out about it for months. Eric wants to do it every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, yesterday was so difficult, uh, you know, and, and just one of those things where sometimes – and that's the more difficult it is. Like if it's like, okay, I'm getting up, I'm going to jump in the pool, then it's almost just as easy for me to turn on the shower and do it that way because I've already overcome the challenge. But yesterday was like I walked to the back door like three times and turned around and walked back. <laughs> and when I did that, I was like, that's it. You know, because, again, what I want, you know, in my mind, if I, if I say I'm going to do something, then I've got to go do it. And the harder it is, means the more I have to do it. So mm-hmm. yesterday was probably one of the toughest days. Today, it'll probably be a joke, just like you and I were just talking. You know, it's, you know I don't even care. I don't look at the, the, at the temperature. Uh, like I said, it's irrelevant what's in your head, because I can literally jump in that pool, jump out, um, you know, and again, what, what am I thinking about? If I think it's freezing cold, guess what? Oh, it's freezing cold. Yes. It's freezing cold, yeah. you know. But so it's, it's that mind over matter, no doubt about it. And that's one of the things I think that when we first started talking to you, we, we brought in Eric to talk about real estate early on. Then we realized this guy could go around and he motivated his team and the people around him and his family. And we decided to turn that into motivation. So if I turn it over to you today and say, hey, motivate Arkansas. There's a lot of people listening uh, this morning in Arkansas. We need motivation. We've gone through kind of a, a kind of a gray and dreary week. But man, it's looking better this week. It looks amazing. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about what chapter... Uh, of life for you in what's going on in your world today and what i want you to be very very thankful for is if you really feel like you're going down into the valley like man just things keep getting worse challenges keep coming up obstacles keep arising you know no matter what i do it's not getting any better or maybe you're in the valley i mean you're at the bottom you've already slid down the mountain you tumbled you tossed you turned you got beat up on the way down now you're literally at rock bottom, and you're just like, I can see, you know, or I can't even see the top. Like, there's a layer of fog. There's a layer of trees. You know, I can't even get get up to get going. Or maybe you're already climbing that side up. You're, you're climbing that mountain. You're, you're on your way up. But if you're in any three of those spots, on your way down, already at the bottom, or on your way back up, congratulations. Now, why do you say Congratulations. You know because that's the time that you're going to learn. So think about this. If you look back at any time in your life, and you're on the mountain. You can see clear as can be. Everything's clicking along. Life's good. Relationships good. Finances are good. Health is good. Family's good. Job's good. You know, and you look around and you just, you know, it's almost like we rest our shoulders at that time. It's like, ha, I made it. Life's good. Everything's rocking and rolling, right? 
But that's the time that we do start taking it easy. That's the time we start getting soft. You know, there's nothing in life that's consistent. You know, although you may get up every single day and you make the exact same drive to and from work or to and from the gym or to and from the grocery store, and you, oh, it's, I know I'm going to make a left on this street and a right on this street. And, mm-hmm. you know, but at the end of the day, if we literally took screenshots uh, of what's going on, everything is changing. You know, the houses around us are changing, the, the trees are changing, the landscape's changing. But we mentally, we don't see that. Right. So every single day, there are dramatic changes that are going on. And again, we just don't notice because when it happens in such small segments and such small little increments, you know, it's hard to see. But, you know, it's just like maybe you've got a family member that's had a baby. You went and saw the baby, you know, and then six months later, you saw the baby again. And all this, oh, oh my word, what in the world happened, right, in just the last six months? Yeah. You know, but it's because we were unplugged, and then we go back and we're plugged back in. Or have you seen somebody, maybe, you know, think about this, a high school reunion. You know, you go back and you go, some people didn't change much. They changed, but they didn't change much. But some people went extreme one way (laughs) or extreme another way, right? And, And, you know, so, and you can ask those people, when did this happen? You know, if you have that frank conversation, you're like, I, you know, it took 20 years, uh, you know, for me to go from there to there. So right. it's slow. I mean, if we ate a Big Mac, if we like drove through McDonald's today, ate a Big Mac, gained 14 pounds, you know, how many people would be in line at, at McDonald's? Right. Right. You know, nobody, right? right. Sure. I mean, if it was an instant change, then, then nobody would do that. How many people, if you could go to the gym today put an hour in and lose 15 pound, pounds, how many people would be at the gym? Oh, dude, I'd be there right now. I, I'd be skipping the show. <laughs> Every, everybody, right? You yeah. know, so if it was all that easy, uh, you know, one way or the other, I gave you two, two situations there. I mean, it's, you don't put it on that easy and you don't take it off that easy. Right. You know, so for anybody to, to come in, you know, and go, hey, I'm, I'm going to go to the gym this week and see if it makes a difference. I'll tell you, it's not. Uh, the only thing you're going to do is be sore. <laughs> yep. You know, men- mentally, it's going to beat you up. But right. it's not what you do over a week's time or a month's time. You know, it's literally what you do over years and years and years. So, again, if you're going through either any of those challenges, you know, you're sliding down the mountain, you're in the valley, you're on, you're on your way back up. Congratulations, because those are the opportunities for you to grow. Those are the opportunities for you to get stronger. Those are the opportunities for you to become better. Those are the opportunities for you to be an example for your kids. Guess what? There's people, you know, your friends, your family, uh, they're watching you. And, you know, it doesn't matter what we say to our kids. It's more on what we do each and every single day. So, like, as you guys know, Ann and I, we take each year and sort of name it. Uh, Last year, you know, the year of freedom, Hayden moved out. We had, uh, you know, opportunities to do things we typically don't do and everything, so that was wonderful. Uh, but this year, you know, we went back into the year of growth, and it seems like we do that about every four years. Um, you know, it's, it's sort of another growth year, and we want to grow every single year. Sure. But it's almost, you know, a, a little different challenge each and every single day. Like, she may, she may challenge me to read a book that I would have never read or never picked up, you know, or vice versa. Doing something that you're uncomfortable doing, doing something that, uh, you know, well, this is in my wheelhouse. Well, get out of your wheelhouse because, again, you don't learn, you don't grow, you don't get better 
when you're comfortable every single day. So think about that. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And how quick do you want to get there? Because the more uncomfortable you're willing to get, the more uncomfortable things you're willing to do, uh, the more uncomfortable you're willing to be. And for the longer period, the quicker you're going to reach those goals. Love it. Derek Birch from Birch & Co. Real Estate with your Monday morning motivation. Have a great week, man. You guys as well. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, everybody. We appreciate you hanging out with us today. Welcome to Monday. We had the chance to do a little bit of traveling over the weekend. Kelly's son, Kurt, played uh, his final high school basketball game. And me and my wife, we loaded up and we went to join Kelly and Kurt in Highland. Y'all, we drove through the mountains. Oh, play me some mountain music like Grandma and Grandpa used to play. So, a little bit of mountain music for you this morning. I'm not sure you could call them mountains. You don't think so? I mean, the hills? Maybe hilly. Am I better to say the hills than the mountains? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I went through the mountains of like Hardy and Cherokee Village, and I went through Ravenden and Black Rock. Yeah. All those different places. M. Bowden. I wanted to stop in every town because I'd see little restaurants, right? I know. And I'm like, is this where everyone in town eats? Right. The, the the place that everyone wants to go there because it's been there forever and it's their favorite food. Yeah. So we passed one of the places uh, in Portia, the Dairy King. And we talked about that because just a couple of weeks ago, they were inducted into the Arkansas Food Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And we were up there at the gym, at Highland Gym, at the high school. And Kelly's like, hey, was that the, the, the Dairy King, the one we passed on the way here? And I'm like, no, that's it. Yeah. In the Arkansas Food Hall of Fame. And she's like, we need to go there on the way home. So I was all excited, yep. all jacked up mm-hmm. about going to a Hall of Fame restaurant. Me too. And then Kai decided, because Kai was uh, at his Meemaw's house, uh-huh. Meemaw and Papoos, he wanted to eat with us. Yes. It didn't really make sense for us to drive all the way to pick up Kai, then all the way back yeah. to Portia. So maybe next time. Oh, definitely. We have to stop by there. But I see all of these smaller towns. And we don't live in a giant town. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not living in in Little Rock. We're not living in Memphis. We're not living in Dallas. But at the same point, you know, we live in a bigger town than a lot of the towns we drove through. Like we drive through one city and it's like population 700, Mm -hmm. population 400. And I started thinking, I think I want to live there. Well, yeah, and think about it. There's no fast food. A lot of those places have no fast food restaurants. Yeah. So you're going to the store and you're cooking and preparing and planning a meal for, that's what you do. Right. I think I'd save money like that. The idea Probably. that there's food readily available at every corner mm-hmm. and I'm just going to pick stuff up to make it easier on me. Right. It's just different. Like in some of those smaller towns, the closest thing to a restaurant you would get is the gas station that has some chicken. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, the Highland High School gym, by the way, I loved it. That was a great really experience. Pretty. Mm-hmm. And it makes me want to live in the small towns and eat all of those restaurant foods. So, next time, we'll leave hours earlier and we'll have food on the way up and food on the way down. That sounds good. Because literally, to me, the most fun part of traveling isn't getting there. It's not the destination. No. It's eating. It's the food. So, we'll do that on our next trip. But a shout out to Highland. Good time at your gym this past weekend. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So every once in a while I see a story in the news. I'm like, man, this fits me. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm about to sue the workplace. Oh. And anyone who comes into my house and eats. Okay. Well, that'd be me. So great. What do we have? So uh, here's the story. There is a school in Knox County, Tennessee, uh, which is basically Knoxville. It's the LNN, uh, the LNN STEM Academy. 
And there's a ninth grade student who's been identified only as Jane Doe. But Jane Doe suffers from the same disorder that I have, and that is misophonia. And this means that uh, that basically sounds and chewing and smacking and breathing and eating, they cause problems for young ninth grader Jane Doe. And Jane Doe doesn't feel that it's fair to be in a classroom where the teachers, in, in some classes, teachers allow people to either have drinks or chew gum or eat food. And this student, when the student hears this stuff, is completely distracted and it takes her away from her learning. So basically, they're coming out to sue to where all classes in this school have to go out and make it where nobody's allowed to eat or drink because it's not fair. <laughs> what, Brandon, is this you somehow? Like, this is you. No, but here, here's the, the truth about all of this. I completely sympathize with Jane Doe mm-hmm. because there comes a point where maybe you realize that your misophonia is in the way. Like, sometimes I realize it. Like, if I'm in a restaurant and I'm angry that people are eating and I'm in the restaurant, I know that's on me. Uh-huh. But then I start thinking, who are your parents? Who are your parents that didn't teach you to break that chip with your hands and not your teeth? Brandon, but... You're- who is that over there okay. slurping the spaghetti? You- who eats soup like that? It's dumb. Who drinks their coffee like this? Oh, who smacks gum? All of the stuff. Poor young Jane Doe is just there to get her education. Okay. And these people chewing gum and eating in class are distracting her and keeping her from her education. So I stand beside her. I will testify with her in Knox County. You know, I I get it a little bit, but you're the kind that we can break the chip and we can put it in our mouth and we can even try to let it get at your house. I even try to let that the chip get soggy because I don't want you to hear me crunch the chip and I keep my mouth closed and then you still stare at me if I chew the chip with my mouth closed. That's why we need to eat soft foods in my house. Okay. No apples, apples and carrots, not allowed. It has to be celery. soft. No, no celery. <laughs> Anything with the crunch that might taste good is out. Okay, well, maybe you could like jump on her team and you could help just as like a just a character witness, just because you understand. Team Jane Doe, I completely understand exactly what she's going through. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a study that's been done that talks about how if you're looking to uh, produce a commercial, you might want to use animals in your commercial. Because people have more favorable responses when they see animals in commercials, especially dogs and cats. Makes total sense to me. Like, And it doesn't have to be a pet-related product. Uh It doesn't have to be dog food. But they're saying if anything, even like the, the, uh, what what is it, Budweiser that does the horses? The Clydesdales, yeah. Like it's a huge feel-good. Yeah. And people love that. They love the experience. It takes people back to their experience with either their own pets from dogs and cats to experiences with horses. So literally, if you're building marketing that's going to be in some way visual, you might want to think about the animals. Perfect. And number one, that makes me excited. But speaking of animals, so last night I was over at your house to watch to watch American Idol with you and Leslie and Kai. Right. And uh, y'all have three dogs. Uh, yeah. They're everywhere. And let me. I don't know if y'all have dogs like theirs, but y'all have two dogs, and especially the German Shepherd last night, Ace. Anytime a commercial comes on with any kind of animal, mainly a dog or a cat, if there's you know a sound or whatever, 
he will jump up, go to the, the huge TV where the mantle is, and yeah. sit there and watch TV as long as whatever that animal is on and watch it like a human. And he'll sit and sit there and watch it. And if it's a, a, a horse or a bigger, like a cow, he'll bark. Yeah. It's it's weird. He interacts with the commercials. I've never seen any. I've had a lot of dogs. Yeah, me too. And smart dogs. And I've never seen a dog interact with the TV like y'all. Y'all have two of them that do it. No. So Ace, the German Shepherd, and then Nash, who is uh, one of our Cavalier King Charles Spaniels, he does the same thing. And Nash kind of, uh, he knows, and I guess Ace does too, just by the sound of what's in the commercial, if an animal's going to show up and how they can retain that, but they don't know not to pee in the floor. <laughs> You're right. Like, Wait a minute. How dumb is this? And what's crazy, they know the sounds too because there was one, at one point Ace was snoring. He was on his side asleep snoring and this this one commercial came on and he jumped up and first of all, I didn't see an animal in the commercial at first. Yeah, right, sure. He jumps up and then all of a sudden this dog comes out of nowhere and he knew it. He was waiting on it. And That's I was weird. like, that is crazy. He has human eyes. He does. I was watching him. There was a point where something came on the TV. He walked away from it and laid down on the rug. Mm-hmm. But I could tell, and he was facing the opposite way, but I could tell the way he was cutting his eyes. Uh-huh. He was still monitoring the TV. That is so funny. So if you're looking to uh, launch an advertising <laughs> campaign, you might want to involve some animals, especially dogs and cats, because evidently we're much more favorable and much more likely to enjoy commercials if animals are involved there you go you learn something new here every day brandon baxter in the morning have you ever been invited to a house party um yes but i feel like in the last two years it's erased my memory from all the house parties i've been at like i've been at get togethers but i don't know in my life that i've ever been invited to what was termed like a house party (laughs) maybe i haven't either maybe it's like a birthday party yeah but even as a kid i was never invited to parties hmm Uh, Unlike these kids in Denver, where there was a three-story house, and I guess maybe the parents were gone because a bunch of teenagers decided to have a party, and at one point there were over 100 people in the on the main floor of the house, and they were having a good time, and they decided to start jumping. Oh, gosh! Evidently, that wasn't a good idea because this uh, this main floor, this first floor, had a wooden uh, bottom to it, and these kids, when they were jumping fell from the first floor down to the basement. Oh. The floor gave way. My goodness. They say that the large crowd was jumping, the floor collapses. There were people that were taken to the hospital with injuries. When the, when the police got there and the firefighters and all the EMTs got there, they had no idea what was going on because there were over 100 people out in the streets and in the yard because people were freaking out. So all these people were in the house Many of them jumping on the floor. Many fell through from the first floor all the way to the basement, and then people were losing their minds. So imagine the authorities showing up, and all of a sudden everybody's out front. Here's the thing. Imagine the parents showing up. (laughs) That's bad news right there. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about our trip through the hills to (laughs) Highland. There was a basketball tournament over the weekend. Kelly went to support her son, me and my wife, uh, went there to support Kurt as well. We had a lot of random thoughts on that trip. Mm-hmm. So we reflect on that. Kelly reflects on uh, the sound of the final buzzer in your high school career yep. going off. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are either athletes or parents of athletes, I mean, it's real. Mm-hmm. It's a really real moment. Plus, there is a student who is uh, suffering from misophonia, one of the things I suffer from. And the student is suing the school <laughs> because of people eating in class. 
I stand beside her, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Jane Doe. So uh, that's all going to be on the podcast today. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The Bachelor. It's down to the final four. Clayton visits the hometowns of Gabby, Rachel, Serene, and Susie. America's Got Talent Extreme is on tonight. We also have All American, 911 Lone Star, The Cleaning Lady, Snowpiercer, NCIS, The Good Doctor, and NCIS Hawaii. All right. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.